bonus episode 79 forward kc chiropractic seminar 2018 wrap up and today you're gonna hear me and a few others perspective show notes can be found at a doctorspective.net slash 79 join 2017 podcast awards nominated host dr justin trosclair as he gets a rarely seen look into the specialties of all types of doctors and guests plus marketing travel tips struggles goals and relationship advice let's hear a doctor's perspective Live from China and Kansas City at the time, I flew all the way into Kansas City for the Forward KC, aka Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance seminar. It's a, it was born from a Facebook group that just blew up to over 5,000. We might be at 6,000 members right now, uh, headed up by Dr. Bobby Maybe. And there was a desire to take it from a Facebook group to a live event. So, one, we can meet everybody because realistically, you see the names, you see Rob, you see you see Kevin, you see and Greg and Bobby and all these people, and you're like, man, I want to meet them, you know. <laughs> and it just there's those people that you respond all the time. They're always commenting or trying to help or whatever. So it was nice to actually get to meet these people, and then everybody else gets to meet each other as well, which is huge. Whether it's the students that join the group who also are evidence based, and that's the key. We're there to help each other, right? And so it was really fun, at least for me. Um, there was a group of students, and they found out I was working in China. And, of course, that's always a conversation. And, you know, they were like, well, what do I do with, say, a shoulder case? Uh, I learned all these different techniques, but I really, I mean, what do I use? Do I use all 10? Do I, you know, where do I start? How do I know I finished? You know, so it's just fun to just sort of explain, like, this is what I do. This is how I look at it from my over a decade of experience. And that's what a big part of this conference was about, was systems. Just kind of going back, you know, a loud voice in chiropractic are the, we can treat asthma, we can treat diabetes uh, with just the adjustment, and your body will heal itself. Well, they're a minority of the chiropractors, but they're very loud, they're organized, and uh, they have great programs that you can purchase to become like-minded. And unfortunately, the evidence-based chiropractors, uh, Ford, KC, and all of us, we kind of, for a long time, were just like, just ignore them. We're just going to do our thing. We're more worried about treating our patients and taking care of our families and, you know, not really getting too involved in that stuff. Uh, but it's come to our attention that we need to. Uh, it seems like sometimes whenever uh, legislation is trying to get passed, you know, the, the politicians are like, well, we're hearing this from one guys, and then we're hearing this from another one. You know, I don't even have a unified message. What are we supposed to do with that? And so probably not going to happen, a complete professional unity. But at least we could have a strong group of like-minded individuals. And that one of the big things that I've taken away. So this is a first for me because, one, it's a bonus episode. We haven't done those yet. It's mostly solo. But actually, while I was at the conference... At Forward KC, I did five interviews, real short, 30 seconds, two minutes, and I was trying to get more people, but like I said, it was my first time doing live interviews, so maybe my uh, questions weren't quite great. Also, uh, some people were shy, and some people were like, hey, let's do it you know, on Sunday after we've experienced more of the speakers. It's like, okay, okay, cool, but unfortunately, the event kind of just sort of ended, and then people sort of, you know, had to go back to you know school or uh, go back to work or catch a plane and all that. So I didn't get as many people as I wanted to, especially like the speakers. Uh, there's not actually, unfortunately, not any females that I was able to interview. Um, couldn't find some of these people that I wanted to interview. They're like, yeah, yeah, come back. And I, I couldn't find them. So anyway, that's how it goes. So I think 
as we go along, I'll get better and better at that. That should be something to look forward to as far as you know, developing my skills, uh, doing more live interviews, purely live, at events, um, and then doing post-wrap-ups like I'm doing today. Uh, so hats off to all y'all who do solo episodes. This is out of my comfort zone. So congratulations for always sounding so polished and, and doing such a, a great job delivering such powerful information uh, like Kevin Christie and Jeff Langmain, uh, just kind of talking to yourself, having a blueprint. Um, it's pretty incredible what you do. In fact, this is the second time I record this. I've Behind the scenes episodes for some uh, big, big, big podcasts are, are kind of fun. And they'll tell you like, oh, you know this section right here? Boom, I had to do it three times. You're like, why'd you have to do it three times? They're like, well, I didn't push play. Or a bunch of trucks drove by. Or I just really didn't do a good job, so I had to redo it. Well, for me, I was listening to it. I was like, wow, why everything's so low and not so crisp? Well, I'm using a new and different microphone for this recording. And I also recorded these interviews with a different microphone. Technology differences and changes. And one of the... <laughs> Reasons why I had to redo it too was I had the names mixed up. I had Factor and Grip presenters mixed up when I first did it. So I was like, oh no. So I tried to just go back and just add Grip, Grip. But unfortunately, that's how I figured out the microphone was not um, connected correctly. And so it was very obvious. <laughs> so without further ado, let's get going. Let's go hashtag behind the curtain here. Before I get into anything else, I just want to say a big thank you to Dr. Cleveland for hosting the event. What a great facility. i never been there before, and this place is really nice. It's all in one building, right on the hill, a lot of grass, really pretty, nice building. Anyway, really happy about that. Also, before we begin, thanks to all the sponsors that were there. Uh, you can always go back to the website and um, preview who those were. And the food trucks, that was a nice touch to the event that got me kind of excited to try lots of different foods in the Kansas City area. Also really enjoyed the social hours after the seminar was finished for the day, uh, making that effort to try to get people to socialize. That's a real nice touch. Uh, I think more should do that, even technique seminars, especially for those who had to come out of town. It's a really nice way to socialize and meet more people. So, okay, let's go on to the real meat of the seminar what we're going to do is give you a summary some of the highlights that i thought it's not all inclusive i'm not trying to give away all the nuggets i mean you gotta attend right all right so greg friedman i tried to get him on the show twice we had technological issues both times which is really strange because you know the following day or so i would do another interview and it was just fine we met in person we were both laughing about it we were both fine with it and there was no hard feelings which was great so one of the things he talked about was finding out who you are, what do you like, and what are you good at. Now, of course, you got to find out what your weaknesses are and try to delegate those out or do them anyway. So what, let's break that down for a second. You, find, you might find yourself being passionate about something. Maybe it's babies. Maybe it's sports. Or let's get more specific. You love shoulders. You love knees. Well, if that's your focus, you love golfers. Be the best at it that you can be. Now, what's that mean? Maybe you need to take some seminars. Maybe another Titleist program. Maybe you do some grip seminars, learning how to evaluate as best as you can to figure out what is wrong with this person, then delivering the best possible treatment. Uh, and I, I like that idea. You know, just really making you as good as you can be. And the last thing that he made a comment was about mentoring young doctors. 
we want our profession to grow to be as strong as possible. And that is going to take mentoring our youth. Another thing that was good, and I believe it was uh, Dr. Leonard Fay who said this. When we talk about the adjustments, we are not that specific when it comes to finding something. Oh, I'm on L3. Really? Because we did an MRI or an X-ray or something, and you're actually on like T12. Like, how am I that bad? Like, well, it's not just you as a profession. It's just kind of how it is. And I thought that was real interesting. Uh, a little embarrassing, if you will. But the important part was, the took its results. Ha! But the direction of the adjustment is what matters most. So the speed, the force, and then that direction that you're putting that joint. If it's restricted in this direction, that's the one you got to hit it in. Now, some people will argue that they don't like instrument-based adjustments. I'm a big fan of... Um, like the impulse IQ system, uh, as well as diversified, I do both. But if you ever get to that point where I'm just like, oh man, I can't get it to move like I need to. It's so stuck. It's so messed up. Well, break out the instruments and you get the results you're looking for. Then let's look at, I've got these two mixed up a little bit. You know, I should have recorded this episode a little bit sooner when I got back. Factor with Howard Fiddler is a pretty cool thing. It's not actually like, a technique per se it's more of a evaluation system and you implement what you already know so for instance maybe do kinesiology taping some ART myofascial tools uh, the hypervolt you know the rapid percussion kind of looks like a jigsaw uh, the hypervolt is different than that but uh, you'll probably have seen those around on YouTube and things well a lot of places say just lay down leave your joint relaxed and then you do these different things and other people are like well Make sure it's in a pain-free area, and then you can do it. Pain-free range of motion. Well, factors kind of thing is you actually do it in a painful motion. So if it hurts to straighten out your leg, you would perform, say, the myofascial tools with them doing that motion. Now, obviously, you're not trying to do it to the point where they want to cry or, or all that, but within a safe, slightly uncomfortable range of motion, that is why you want to do it. And that always is something I kind of was leaning towards anyway in practice because I was like, well, if it hurts to lift your arm, if it hurts to straighten your leg, well, that's what we need to work on. We need to get you to be able to do that pain-free. And if there's uh, soft tissue issues, we need to work through those in those positions. So that was really exciting. And I I can't say I I learned that myself. I worked for a guy, uh, Bill. He was really amazing. I think he just watches a lot of YouTube videos and learned a lot of things from different um, physical therapists, some of these gurus that are out there, uh, you can really pick up a lot uh, if you spend a lot of time watching those and then taking what you learn, implement it in practice. And you're like, oh, yeah, look, there it is. It's working, and, and it becomes your own. So I, I really appreciate him uh, for that year uh, learning all this stuff. The other guy was Benjamin Fergus with a grip. Now, this is dealing with evaluation when motions break down and how the neurology, the biomechanics, and the pain science intersects all of those things. A lot of the interviews you're going to hear later are talking about like having systems. And this grip is actually a, a way to assess these uh, coupled motions, these functional range of motions to see where is there an issue. Where do you fail? Like maybe the left side with the shoulder, you're bringing your shoulders, uh, your, your arms towards each other. And you're evaluating uh, how the shoulder moves and the clavicle moves. And then you know, you're looking at that and you're like one side's perfect. The other side, you can't even go as far. Uh, you, you hack up your shoulder and you're like, well, that's obviously weird. But you may not actually know to do that in an exam. You just do your orthopedic test. So this is the way to functionally assess different ranges of motions, uh, global evaluation, as they call it. 
and then um, they'll teach you some things that you can do as well. And actually, I was excited because there's a seminar in Taiwan, which is not that far from me. So if I wanted to take one of their seminars, I think it's Lower Extremities that day, uh, you can. One thing that was about the FAR KC, a lot of the programs, you know, you can go back and you can, you know, quote, purchase them later, right? And there's some of that. But what was great was it wasn't like just this big sales pitch. Like, it was a, a part of it was getting to understand their philosophy and their thought patterns. And then actually, okay, here's how you do it with shoulders. Here's something you can do with the knee. Uh, with the knee. And if you like it, of course, then you can go and go further. But if you already have a lot of tools in your toolkit, then it, that we also learned some, eva- some simple evaluations or ways to kind of start thinking about things. Like, for instance, Josh Satterley and, and Holm, they uh, had a joint session. And we were doing um, – somebody wanted to do a, a deadlift. And you're like, all right, well, you can't even bend down. And so we broke them into these groups and we evaluated, okay, give us three different exercises, some easy, medium, and hard level to get you to this point. Then we went around and showed what exercises came up. And, you know, there were over like almost 40 of them. And some were super easy and some were like, "Woo, that would be complicated. And the whole point was, what is the goal? Not your goal. Oh, I want them to have full range of motion. Well, that's great. That might be a piece of the patient's goal. But if their goal was to throw a baseball – at, I don't know, 70 miles an hour, and that's what they used to be able to do, or maybe they used to do 80, and they have some kind of injury, and they can't do that, well, of course, they're going to need the range of motion back, but their goal is to be able to throw the ball fast again. So what do you have to do to get them there in, say, eight visits, right? There, we were like, did a little quick hand-up survey. How many people have gone to, have had some kind of injury, gone to someone, and at the end of it, they still couldn't actually uh, do whatever it is that they wanted to do. And, and almost everybody's hand was like, yeah, I was like 50% or 60%. So um, we want to do better than that, right? And we can do that. There's plenty of reasons and ways that we can. So that was uh, that was a fun breakout session right there. The session with Dr. Tao was fantastic. It's a bunch of MRI stuff. Uh, there are a lot of MRI classes online, by the way, uh, teachdoctors.com. I've taken several of their stuff. That's uh, Mark Student, William Owens, people. They're really good. They're not a part of KC. But just saying, if you're not good at MRIs and you want to learn more without becoming a DAC bar, there are definitely places out there. Even uh, William Morgan, the new president of Parker, he uh, has some books out there, like some really good books. Uh, Modic Changes was freed just the other day. And uh, he had a seminar. He may not be doing it anymore since he's uh, the prez, but uh, took his thing too, and it was really good. You know, I read MRIs on everybody here, so we always get a report, but it's, you know, I felt inadequate, so I took some more classes on that. Kevin Christie and Kalkstein, uh, I didn't get to attend that. They did a marketing. My wife actually went to it, took a lot of notes, and on the drive uh, to Oklahoma afterwards, I was like, hey, give it to me. Well, because I listened to them already, I've listened to the ClickFunnels, I'm listening to StoryBrand, I'm listening to uh, Digital Marketer and Michael Skelster and all those guys. A lot of it I, I kind of knew. So I'm not going to go through all of it besides hey, come to the seminar if you want to learn all these things. A lot of it had to do with being a clear, concise message. Things you can get on, like, say, your WordPress blog. SEO, Yoast SEO was good. Having an opt-in that people want, you know, five ways to strengthen your low back. Three ways to stop a headache without having to go to the doctor. Things that people actually want. You got to get people's email addresses, right? But you got to give them something that they actually want. Something that's actionable, but a little bit easy so that they can feel accomplished. And then what do they do? Then they call you and make an appointment. You know, have a clickable number that is actually 
on your webpage so they can schedule. Have an online scheduler, perhaps. How to create blog posts that actually matter so that you can rank in SEO and all of these other other things. Anyway, so there's just there's so much that uh, they, they covered. Obviously, like I said, I'm not trying to recap the whole thing. So, spoiler alert, not going to happen. I already mentioned several resources. If you listen to those, you'll get a very good understanding of what's going on, what to do. And if you don't know how to do it, you can pay people. Okay, let's see. Uh, Brendan Mchinko, she had an amazing story about putting family first, making some mistakes in business, and then overcoming that. Uh, you know, so again, that's why having a mentor is important so that you can learn from other people's mistakes and that they can coach you to get past those so you don't uh, maybe do the same thing or to get out of your own way. Those are hugely important as well. Leonard Fay was discussing prolone, fast mimicking diet. Uh, that guy could talk probably for um, five hours. <laughs> We're going to try to get him on the podcast and discuss that more. But suffice it to say, it, it does some stem cell stimulation. It, it has improvements in blood sugar and, and cholesterol levels and all these different things from a diet that you actually eat food, but it, it, your body thinks you're fasting. It's kind of cool. Yes, you'll be hungry, I'm sure. But uh, that was a pretty cool um, presentation as well as a system there. Highly encourage you. There's a book about it. There's things online. I briefly mentioned that style in my book. And there's more to it than, than I wanted to go into. So it's just like a paragraph. Now, there was a guy uh, off the coast of Africa. He worked there on an island. And I didn't know if I was going to make it to the seminar or not. So I didn't apply to, to this Friday TED Talk. 10, 15 minute presentation. And when I heard his presentation, I was like, oh my gosh, he stole my, he stole my thunder. And I was like, well, not really. But he just gave all the information, like, how is it to work in a language that's not your own, where you have to have a translator or you have to learn the language, where the standard of care may not be what you'd expect from, like, say, America. And so you're having to be the main diagnosis. You're having to treat things that you normally wouldn't treat uh, in a Western country. And dealing with like misdiagnosis are just are just a level of care that you uh, would be surprised at. So it was really exciting for me to hear someone else have that story and it be represented at Forward KC. People know, hey, there is actual international opportunities where you can grow as a clinician in diagnosis and treatment and in every way possible culturally as well. So it's really exciting. Okay, that's enough of me rambling on. Let's get into some of the interviews. This first one was a reminder that you got to be able to handle uh, rejection because you never know when you're, say, marketing to medical doctors in the community or other healthcare practitioners, you don't know what other chiropractors have done in the past. Maybe they had some full-page ads that just uh, cure your asthma, uh, cure diabetes, and, of course, the medical professional was like, yeah, okay, chiropractic, you're done. So what do you do? Do you just give up or do you adopt uh, Jeff Lemming's system to market MDs? Do you do the Brandon Steele uh, Cairo up and uh, present to these doctors these case notes and these uh, summaries of all the research involved with the exercises that you're choosing, with the modalities that you're choosing, with uh, spinal manipulation, with, with science backing it? And the answer is, of course, that's what you should do. You should do this anyway. You have to build these relationships. And unfortunately, sometimes uh, it's a slower process in other areas than others. Because remember, they don't have to be convinced in, of every chiropractor in town. They just need to know that you are evidence-based and awesome 
and that you get the results and can co-manage like a boss and you'll get the referrals. Now, another thing that I mentioned there, I thought that was nice, was um, not to be anti-everybody. Now, what does that mean? One of the uh, important things mentioned and bears repeating, even though you're about to listen to it, is don't let what somebody in another part of town do affect what you do. So if the guy in town's doing 40 visits for everything from a I slept wrong on the couch to a sciatica, don't be the person that just sees him twice. You still should recommend what they actually need. Eight visits, 12 visits, 15 visits, whatever it is. It's important to always, you have your standard of care based on what you do, what you know, and how awesome you are at what it is. Um, not because you want to be the exact opposite of the fella down the street. Um, hi, my name is Dr. Brian Sherline. I uh, have a practice in upstate New York. I'm here at the Forward KC Convention down in Kansas City. A lot of events, a lot of information to go on down through here. I, I got to say, this is probably the place to be for anyone who's forward thinking or wants to move this profession forward. Uh, there are so many great minds. There's so much great information being shared down here today, yesterday, and the day before. Uh, it, it's, it's hard to actually nail down any one specific thing uh, to actually that's going to change your practice because everything here is going to change your practice. Um, but one of the biggest things that actually came for me, so I'm actually a recent grad. I've been in practice for about four years. And when I first graduated from school, there was a lot of backwards thinking chiropractors in my area. And it kind of actually got me down a little bit because when I try to refer to some people, get a little interdisciplinary uh, crosstalk going on, um, you tend to be judged by those who have gone before you. And I got shot down quite a lot. So it, it gets a little uh, discouraging in the trenches there. And... I believe it was Dr. Langmaid, um, who's been in the profession forever and a day, gave a good little speech last night uh, talking about how don't be anti-anybody else, be pro-you. And that just hit absolute home with me because once when I finally d discovered that, that's when my practice actually started to grow. And coming from somebody who's been in the trenches for, like I said, ever and a day, you know, from the 60s and beyond, man, that... that if there's anybody listening and there's anybody that also resonates with, that's the one advice I can hopefully give to you guys. Don't be anti-anything. Be pro-you. Focus on yourself. Don't focus on anybody else. Uh, make yourself the very best practitioner, clinician, diagnostician, whatever you want to be. Be the best that you can be. And the rest just falls into place. So hope that's it. I hope that's uh, everyone's having a great time. And to see everybody at the next event. One thing that I would say is Jeff was definitely saying like don't you know somebody else actually was saying don't treat somebody two times just because the guy down the street sees them 50 they still might need 10 they still might need 12 so don't shortchange yourself just to be like I'm not that guy down the street and would you agree with that? that that's actually what I was trying to say yes exactly perfect let's jump right into the next guy Hi, this is Dr. Marcus Alvarado. I recently opened my practice, Alvarado Healthcare, in Highland, Illinois. Just finished our seventh week. I came to the Forward Thinking Chiropractic Alliance Convention uh, looking to uh, learn ways to grow my practice. And uh, one of the things I have takeaway is Dr. Jeff Langman uh, teaching me how to approach medical doctors and uh, learn how to bridge the gap there and really grow my practice. So I'm appreciative of that and everything else I've learned so far. And I look forward to what the future uh, of FTCA uh, will bring to myself and all my fellow chiropractors. So thanks for having me. Awesome. All right, the next one is all about systems. And I mentioned it earlier in the episode. Man, when you have eight different ways to treat a shoulder, well, what do you do first? How do you figure that out? And uh, like I said, that's what this seminar 
this conference, forward KC, was bringing to the table, that there are ways to figure this out. You just kind of have to find them and pay some money to learn it sometimes. So let's listen to our next interview. So the biggest thing I've learned over this whole weekend is the priority in having a system or a group of systems in treating and assessing patients. Uh, in school, we've, we're given a lot of tools and not really given the ability to find out how to utilize those tools in an effective manner. So not only learning that a system is important, but also we've been given some really great systems to use. And I think going forward, I'll be looking out for even more great systems. So that's it. It's like you have all the diagnosis. You have 20 things that you can use. It's like, all right, now what do I do with the impingement syndrome of a shoulder? Right. Oh, okay. The seminar has helped you fine-tune that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're doctors, and knowing the diagnosis is one thing. Knowing how to treat it is another. But it's knowing the progression of how to treat and when it's appropriate to treat is big. Next interview is, again, kind of making sure that your diagnosis skills are up to snuff and something that i'm always trying to learn and do better is to communicate more effectively and clearly to not only healthcare professionals but to the the general public and everything else as you can tell i'm not used to speaking by myself on these podcasts so i just hope that'll improve as well you know just being able to communicate effectively my name is alec domion i'm a current trimester six at logan university and I traveled here at Forward KC. Didn't really have too many expectations other than just wanting to be surrounded by people who thought like I did and wanted to move this profession forward. The biggest takeaway I kind of got from this weekend was it may not matter what type of tools you're using to make the treatment, but being able to diagnose and assess your patients, and not only in an evidence-based fashion, but in a good way to not only communicate with your patients, but also to communicate with other healthcare professionals is what I got from this. And the networking opportunity and meeting the type of people that are really the pioneers of this evidence-based movement in the profession has been incredible. I'm really looking forward to it next year. And I really hope that everybody who came to this event this weekend got as much out of it as I did. Uh, what, what do you define as uh, evidence-based practices? I define evidence-based practices as using research, current therapies, current techniques, all of that jazz, and being able to explain it in a modern-day chiropractor's mindset. I think a lot of people get caught up in some of the old ways of how they used to do it, but if you look at every other healthcare model and every other healthcare profession, they move forward every year, if not every month. And I love that the people here, they understand that. And I see the evidence-based chiropractor as somebody who's constantly remaining hungry. They're never satisfied, they're always moving forward, and they're always inspiring the people around them. And again, uh, the successful guys know what they do, and they do it very well. That's the point of the next interview. Take a listen. I'm Brock Martin from Huntington, Tennessee. Um, what drove me here originally was the thought of being around like-minded individuals and the chance to learn from these guys. I think one thing that stood out is the lack of systems in our practice and things we've got to improve upon. Um, I believe that we're taking away a lot of great ideas on that and how the symptoms can make the difference in the practice of our size, especially. Systems in, systems in what? In uh, adjusting and rehab, assessment, diagnosis? I would say a little bit of everything. I think today with Dr. Rose being up here, tomorrow with Dr. Holmes speaking, those things are, we were just discussing that the successful guys know what they do and they do it well. 
So I think for all of us practicing for providers, that's one thing we got to keep working on is how do we get better exactly at what we do to uh, be stronger in that suit for the, for the profession. Okay. All right. Wrapping up the interview, this poor guy, every time we tried to start, there was announcements going on at this place and we had to stop. And then we started actually having the conversation and then uh, another announcement came on and I didn't get to reconnect with the guy. We just kind of ran out of time. So I actually, I left it in there because he started, he gave a point or two and then we got cut off uh, by no other than Dr. Bobby Maybe, the founder of the whole thing. So he has a, a, a great announcement about the ACA. So actually, I'm just going to end the uh, interview with this guy being cut off and with a special announcement. I think you're going to like it. And it ends with clapping. If you're listening to this and thinking, wow, I really wish I would have attended this seminar. It's right up my alley. Well, uh, join the Facebook group. Our Thinking Chiropractic Alliance, or you can go to their website, and I'm pretty sure you can purchase the entire seminar because they recorded it. Yes, that's right. You can watch it at your own pace. So get that if you want to. All right. Thank y'all so much for listening, for tuning in to this week's bonus Forward KC wrap up interview. I look forward to doing more of these. Uh, it'll be limited because I'm not in you know America, but when I go back, for sure, we'll be doing more. All right. Without further ado, here is the last interview. We're live at uh, Ford Chiropractic in Kansas City. Today, we're going to ask a whole bunch of questions. Right now, we have a student. We're curious, what has he learned and what would he like to uh, expand from what he's learned here over the next six months uh, so that he can practice it when he's in student clinic and uh, in outdoor? All right. So my name is Kyle Kerner, and I am a student here at Cleveland University, originally from Kansas. The biggest thing that I think that Ford's been showing me this whole weekend is the priority in systems. So at school, you learn a lot of things. You get a lot of tools, but you don't know how to. for one moment, all eyes will be. So FTCA always had a reputation of a bunch of people that griped on some of Facebook group that did nothing but complaining. Those people can kiss our royal ass because in this event today, we have had more ACA registrations and more money than any one action that was not ACA related ever. Did you know I am offering a cupping 101 online class? You know, I've been in China for a while. I've got a class set up with some TCM docs who do cupping. We'll show you the glass kind and the suction kind. You can find more information at a doctorsperspective.net slash cupping. Right now we have a pre-sale price, so you're going to save a good chunk of cash by signing up early. Just put your email. You'll get notified when the class goes live. Also, as always, the No Needle Acupuncture book. You can get four chapters, anxiety, low back, insomnia, and headaches. It's got pictures, how to find the points, and of course, all with no needles. Just go to doctorsperspective.net slash NA protocol, as in needleless acupuncture. We had great results the other day from a lady who uh, couldn't do a lunge because her knee pain. Now, knee pain is not an issue. So excited to hear that. Also, the first book, Today's Choices, Tomorrow's Health. A lot of people are looking for a magic bullet. This ain't it. This is saying, hey, look, if you can do small things daily, you'll see results. And I'll, I'll give you the blueprints that I use to create an exercise routine, cardio routine, get my nutrition in order, and actually get your finances in order too because that's a big stress in life. And, of course, it talks a little bit about chiropractic. So um, I hope you check that out. 
on the uh, website under the resources tab. Uh, these are my affiliate links that helps out support the show. Uh, Blueberry Hosting, uh, Set for Set, they've got the power bands, and, uh, and they're really, really resistant, really good to stretch those joints. Mentor Box, you can get subscription to watch the author talk about the book so that you don't have to spend the time reading it. Uh, it also comes with workbooks and things like that. It's really quite cool. Primal Health and Nutrition, you can save 10% by going through my link and using the code PRIMALDOC. Uh, it's bone broth. Adheres to the autoimmune protocols and specific carbohydrate diet, gluten-free, non-GMO, no sugar, dairy-free, all those types of cool things, as well as click funnels. If you f sign up through that or pick up a book from him through my links, it helps out a little bit. And then, of course, everybody's favorite, Amazon. You can sign up for different things like Prime, Fresh, or Music through our links. And, of course, any of the show notes, when you have books mentioned, uh, if you follow the link, through my site that'll help out as well well that is it go on ahead and leave us a five-star review thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week we just went hashtag behind the curtain and this episode has come to an end i hope you got the right dose for your optimal life please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends sharing on social media and visit the show notes on a doctorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest a sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective.